0: Listen to God's word for December 18th. Today's reading includes 1 Timothy 5 through 6, Titus 1 through 3, and 1 Peter 1. May God bless this reading of his word. 1 Timothy 5. Do not rebuke an older man but appeal to him as to a father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Honor the widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, they must first learn to show godliness to their own family and repay their parents. For this is pleasing in the sight of God. The widow, who is truly in need and left all alone, puts her hope in God and continues night and day in her petitions and prayers. But she who lives for pleasure is dead even while she is still alive. Give these instructions to the believers so that they will be above reproach. If anyone does not provide for his own, and especially his own household, he has denied the faith. And is worse than an unbeliever. A widow should be enrolled if she is at least sixty years old, the wife of one man, and well known for good deeds, such as bringing up children, entertaining strangers, washing the feet of the saints, imparting relief to the afflicted, and devoting herself to every good work. But refuse to enroll younger widows, for when their passions draw them away from Christ, they will want to marry, and thus will incur judgment because they are setting aside their first faith. At the same time, they will also learn to be idle, going from house to house, and being not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies, discussing things they should not mention. So I advise the younger widows to marry, have children, and manage their households, denying the adversary occasion for slander, for some have already turned aside to follow Satan. If any believing woman has dependent widows, she must assist them and not allow the church to be burdened, so that it can help the widows who are truly in need. Elders who lead effectively are worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. For the Scripture says, Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain, and The worker is worthy of his wages. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder, except on the testimony of two or three witnesses. But those who persist in sin should be rebuked in front of everyone, so that the others will stand in fear of sin. I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to maintain these principles without bias, and to do nothing out of partiality. Do not be too quick in the laying on of hands, and thereby share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Stop drinking only water, and use a little wine instead, because of your stomach and your frequent ailments. The sins of some men are obvious, going ahead of them to judgment, but the sins of others do not surface until later. In the same way, good deeds are obvious, and even the ones that are inconspicuous cannot remain hidden. First Timothy 6 All who are under the yoke of slavery should regard their masters as fully worthy of honor so that God's name and our teaching will not be discredited. Those who have believing masters should not show disrespect because they are brothers, but should serve them all the more, since those receiving their good service are beloved believers. Teach and encourage these principles. If anyone teaches another doctrine and disagrees with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and with godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. Instead, he has an unhealthy interest in controversies and semantics, out of which come envy, strife, abusive talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between men of depraved mind who are devoid of the truth. These men regard godliness as a means of gain. Of course, Godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, so we cannot carry anything out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. Those who want to be rich, however, fall into temptation and become ensnared by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. By craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee from these things, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made the good confession before many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who made the good confession in His testimony before Pontius Pilate, keep this commandment without stain or reproach until the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ, which the blessed and only Sovereign One, the King of kings and Lord of lords, will bring about in His own time. He alone is immortal and dwells in unapproachable light no one has ever seen him nor can any one see him to him be honor and eternal dominion amen instruct those who are rich in the present age not to be conceited and not to put their hope in the uncertainty of wealth but in god who richly provides all things for us to enjoy instruct them to do good to be rich in good works, and to be generous and ready to share, treasuring up for themselves a firm foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. O Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you. Avoid irreverent empty chatter and the opposing arguments of so-called knowledge, which some have professed and thus swerved away from the faith grace be with you all. Titus 1. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ for the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness, in the hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. In his own time, He has made his word evident in the proclamation entrusted to me by the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true child in our common faith. Grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. The reason I left you in Crete was that you would set in order what was unfinished and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. An elder must be blameless, the husband of but one wife, having children who are believers and who are not open to accusation of indiscretion or insubordination. As God's steward, an overseer must be above reproach, not self-absorbed, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not greedy for money. Instead, he must be hospitable, a lover of good self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the faithful word as it was taught, so that he can encourage others by sound teaching and refute those who contradict it. For many are rebellious and full of empty talk and deception, especially those of the circumcision, who must be silenced. For the sake of dishonorable gain— they undermine entire households and teach things they should not. As one of their own prophets has said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. Therefore rebuke them sternly, so that they will be sound in the faith and will pay no attention to Jewish myths or to the commands of men who have rejected the truth. To the pure, all things are pure. But to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. Indeed, both their minds and their consciences are defiled. They profess to know God, but by their actions they deny Him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for any good deed. Titus 2 But as for you, Speak the things that are consistent with sound doctrine. Older men are to be temperate, dignified, self-controlled, and sound in faith, love, and perseverance. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not slanderers or addicted to much wine, but teachers of good. In this way, they can train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, managers of their households, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be discredited. In the same way, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. In everything, show yourself to be an example by doing good works. In your teaching, show integrity, dignity, and wholesome speech that is above reproach so that anyone who opposes us will be ashamed, having nothing bad to say about us. Slaves are to submit to their own masters in everything, to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not stealing from them, but showing all good faith, so that in every respect they will adorn the teaching about God our Savior. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to everyone. It instructs us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live sensible, upright, and godly lives in the present age, as we await the blessed hope and glorious appearance of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave Himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for Himself a people for His own possession, zealous for good deeds. Speak these things as you encourage and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Titus 3 Remind the believers to submit to rulers and authorities, to be obedient and ready for every good work, to malign no one, and to be peaceable and gentle, showing full consideration to everyone. For at one time... We, too, were foolish, disobedient, misled, and enslaved to all sorts of desires and pleasures, living in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us, not by the righteous deeds we had done, but according to His mercy, through the washing of new birth, and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This is the Spirit He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, having been justified by His grace, we would become heirs with the hope of eternal life. This saying is trustworthy, and I want you to emphasize these things so that those who have believed God will take care to devote themselves to good deeds. These things are excellent and profitable for the people. But avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, arguments, and quarrels about the law, because these things are pointless and worthless. Reject a divisive man after a first and second admonition, knowing that such a man is corrupt and sinful. He is self-condemned. As soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, Make every effort to come to me at Nicopolis, because I have decided to winter there. Do your best to equip Zenos the lawyer and Apollos, so that they will have everything they need. And our people must also learn to devote themselves to good works in order to meet the pressing needs of others, so that they will not be unfruitful. All who are with me send you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with all of you. 1 Peter 1 Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the elect who are exiles of the dispersion throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and sanctified by the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by His blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading reserved in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power for the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more precious than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. And though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and rejoice with an inexpressible and glorious joy, now that you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who foretold the grace to come to you searched and investigated carefully, trying to determine the time and setting to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing, when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories to follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they foretold the things now announced by those who preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven." Even angels long to look into these things. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not conform to the passions of your former ignorance. But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each one's work impartially, conduct yourselves in reverent fear during your stay as foreigners. For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life you inherited from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or spot. He was known before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in the last times for your sake. Through Him you believe in God, who raised Him from the dead and glorified Him. And so your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified your souls by obedience to the truth, so that you have a genuine love for your brothers, love one another deeply from a pure heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And this is the word that was proclaimed to you. Thanks for listening